Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. And it's been a few weeks, Dyson. Yes, we've been away, haven't we? Resting. Yeah. We return refreshed and mm-hmm. rested. Yes, we've uh, been on the sidelines for a while. Now we're match fit. We've been gelling during training. <laughs> yeah, we really have been gelling. Yeah. We're now gelled, which is great news for you, the listener. What an image. The two of us gelled together. Oh, by chewing gum. Ah, lovely. Well, all will become apparent. And we should just say a disclaimer at the start. Regardless of what you hear Matt Dyson say throughout this show, as your mother and your father will have already told you, do not ever swallow chewing gum. It's... I mean, I, I've been told. Oh. I feel like I have to back down on it, but I still think it doesn't need a heart. Silence. But, you know, like, well, okay, if, if, it, if indeed it is hard to pass, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> what if you I'm not trying to, like, set it up for a what cross. What if you ate about, like, uh, a massive packet of bubbler? Bubbler. <laughs> Hubba bubba. Yeah. yeah. You had loads bubba. of it, and what would happen then? What would your... What would it look like? <laughs> what do it looks like? <laughs> but I, I take the point, would it be... Yeah, what would happen? <laughs> would it be hard to get yeah. rid of? Well, would you blow, oh, I don't want to think up, about this. Would you blow a big bubble? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out, and you have to be the person, because this is all your idea. Yeah. This is all you're doing. Oh, I'm not being the guinea pig. I've already chickened out of swallowing it. <laughs> you're the Bruce Bogstrotter of bubbly, you might. If I was Miss Trunchbull, I'd force you to just only oh, eat On stage that. in front of everyone. Ah, oh, eat another one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Enjoy the show. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It's rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson and here to preview a... Is it fair to say it's a red hot afternoon? There's only two games left. Yeah, certainly. Well, it's the warm Matt Dyson. Thank you, yes. Just one three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League for us to luxuriate over this afternoon. Mm. Eddie Howe past versus Eddie Howe present. Mm. Newcastle United at home to Bournemouth. The Eddie Howe derby, if you will. How you like me now? He screams <laughs> at the Cherries hierarchy from his technical area. The tight-fisted Bournemouth board who sacked Scotty Parker for daring to criticise their lack of transfer spend. Eddie quit when they were relegated a while back but what a contrast to his current fortunes and how how you like me now <laughs> echoing the words of cool Modi and the heavy now there was a time that you loved me so how you like Eddie now now he's richer than Croesus the ancient Greek kin Saudi billionaires backing him to bring back the boom time to the ground once known as the sports direct arena how now cash cow it almost seemed like his destiny with so many ex-Bournemouth players being pinched by the Magpies in recent years. He's been reunited with the likes of Callum Wilson, Ryan Fraser and Matt Ritchie. How you like them cherries? How way the lads? Help me out, I'm in a how hole and I can't get out. Okay, that's, oh, that's how for now. Let's move on. We also have goals from the Championship to subtly blend in with tone-appropriate rock and roll belters. Table-topping Sheffield United travel to Preston for a Northern free-for-all with sore loser Paul Heckingbottom uh, still sharpening the blades. 
Delia's mustard-coloured canaries also take on Frank Skinner's boiler emblazoned boing boing baggies. <laughs> and in Birmingham, Triton showers face the Binley Mega Chippy yeah. in a West Midlands derby. One in Scotland, there should be goals at Ibrox as Rangers play bottom of the SPL Dundee United. A team left greeting after gargantuan 9 0 greasing by the greenside of Glasgow in August. So, whatever you do, let us entertain you, whether in the queue or on the loo, with an air horn hey. or two. It is rock and roll football. We're here for you. And we're live. <laughs> I ran out of rhymes at the end there. Can you tell? Yeah. It's still going. I can't believe I it. Live. <laughs> the earliest I've been in a long time that I'm very disappointed with myself I'm shocked sorry it's unusual sorry. yes it was unusual look there's only one three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League what can I do we'll talk about something else oh yeah I'll do that next time which you did I guess but you did it very well you, mm. you did very well actually given that context yeah well done f- way too early though unfortunately um Obviously, uh, lots of people queuing to see the Queen Langing State. Yes. Uh, mesmerising watching it, really. Um, are, are you a fan of queues, Dyson? Queues? Um, yeah, no, not really, no. No, because no, this uh, is the thing, because we, we're meant to like them, aren't we? Yeah, we're supposed to British. Be, uh, a nation of queuers, yeah. I don't like it when people push in. Oh, yeah, that nothing uh, infuriates me more than that, yeah. They but, think they can get away with it. <gasps> Do you ever say anything? They think they're above the queue. You've got to pick the moment, haven't you, sometimes? Or see how hard they look. <laughs> Basically. Is, is it really worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, no, you can probably push in, actually. And then how do you handle it? If, if, they, if, you, if you judge yourself to be harder than I, No, I just stand there muttering under my breath, talking to my family, going, you know, if they pushed in. Mm. But just loud enough that they, they might be able to hear? No, the, the, the people around me can hear. So as long as they Then we have strength in numbers, if anything does happen. <laughs> strength in numbers? <laughs> I kind of... I always pick a... Um, you know, if uh, something like that, or if you know, if you hold a door open for someone and they don't say they thank don't you or something like that, yeah, yeah. or you get out of the way for someone, you know, that sort of thing, I always yeah. go, uh, "Hello, mate." Oh, <laughs> so you you deal with it? Oh yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I'm always very kind of. Hello, oh, mate. hello there. No uh, worries, mate. If I hold a door open for someone like that, I'm actually oh, quite passive aggressive. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not that bad. That strays for me. That's too confrontational. Uh, right, yeah. No worries, mate. Uh, My pleasure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kill Is that them with cheeky? politeness, yeah. And does that ever stop them pushing in? Make, make them think again and put no. them to the back? No, no, no. People always pretend they didn't realise. Oh, sorry, mate, I didn't oh, realise. Yeah, well, what do you know. think the rest of us are doing? <laughs> yeah, not so a hobby. Not, yeah, we're not here for a laugh. Yeah. Or when people do that thing where, you know, like, oh, this is so obvious that I'm going to go in prep. But, you know, when <laughs> you've got, like, the two cues, but everyone just yeah. forms one cue oh, and then someone sidles up. You're like, that, you know yeah. what was happening, mate. Yeah, you There's 50 there was, of us here. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're all tapping our feet and like... We're all in a rush. Yeah, exactly. Come on. If you ever jump to queue, let us know. 8, Ooh. 12, 15. And let us know, if can any good come from queue jumping? <laughs> yeah, no. But is there, or, could yes. someone say, well, actually, it, 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 it's a positive thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I suppose some people have a valid reason for jumping the queue, like that, possibly, but, you know. Have you ever confronted a queue oh, jumper? Yes, what do you do when okay. someone... And what's the best way yes. to deal with it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, All of that. <laughs> Dyson, I believe you're, you're monitoring social media yeah, for us today. Yeah, getting in touch. Confront... Confront no matter what, says Trudy. That's her advice. Sounds like a battlefield general. And then someone called Zombie Steve has joined in with the debate as well, saying, I stood back while my little daughter was in the queue to buy some toys in a toy shop. Uh A woman tried to push past (gasps) her. And he, he, he did a swift, Oi, I think that little lady is in the queue. 
And uh, everyone was looking at the, the, the woman that tried to push in, and that sorted it. She was so embarrassed and mortified by it that she went to the back. Pushing in front of a child. That's out of order, isn't it? Yeah, so quick oi. Yeah, but basically it seems like most people are saying do confront it. Do confront it, cause, mm. because what else? Otherwise, yeah, what, what do you, you know, what's going to happen to this country of ours? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to, but oi, I mean, dance. that is... Yeah. Oi! Because yeah. oi, I would say, that's oi. crossed over. That's not passive, that is just aggressive. Whoa there. Maybe that, that's quite a good one, is it? Or, or if you use older excuse language. Me. <laughs> oh, right, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, oh, so it's not that like medieval. Forsooth. Forsooth, <laughs> <laughs> this is a cube. Vine cube, I see before me. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. This is the first time we've been together since uh, yeah. Edinburgh. Yeah, I know. Which many weeks ago now. Both together in the studio. It's nice, isn't it? It is. I'm so glad that we... I just love seeing you. It's nice to see you too. <laughs> you had a long old run up in Edinburgh. Did very well, didn't you? Did all right, yeah. And then, um, and then went on holiday. Now, I went all-inclusive... Ah, yes. Have you ever had an all-inclusive holiday? We, we, we're going away in October and we were doing this debate with me, with the kids. It's like, I don't know, I don't want to be lumbered in a hotel where I don't like the food, you know what I mean? You can't, it's a bit of a gamble, I find. Is it? Yeah. I what find, food are you not going to like? <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, I've been to one all-inclusive before and I, the, the smell of the canteen used to make me feel a bit nauseous. It was, I think maybe it was the lower end of the scale. Hang perhaps. on, so what, what, what was the smell like? It smelt like a school dinner hall. You Great! Know? <laughs> but not in a nice way. You know, that's the, the smell of, I don't know, just a bit eggy and it can be quite a thick smell, can't it, yeah. the uh, school and it canteen? And it's the same place to eat every day. You know? Yeah. It gets about... I like that. I need the variety. No, just chips every day. <laughs> you know what? Wouldn't it be great to go to an all-inclusive that was school dinners? Oh, oh. But, like, in order. So you'd get a school breakfast. Actually, yeah. And then at lunchtime, dinner time, midday. potato from an ice cream scoop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Surely someone must have done this. Chicken dr- turkey drummer with soup. Scalded. Oh, yes. Yeah, thick yeah. custard. Oh, yeah. Oh, some love some of that caramel tart with Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Or some really stodgy apple crumble. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that, that would be good. That'd be re- yeah. all-inclusive. School, school, din- school dinner, dinner holiday. experience, yeah. <laughs> school dinner holiday, yeah, yeah. With proper uh, women in tabards. Proper so, women. Proper, <laughs> I mean, proper like, din lady style tabards and hats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I, I don't think they're called dinner ladies, they're more like lunch, no, sorry. lunch service staff. Or yes, what? yeah. Do they wear pinafores or whatever it is anymore? I think they still do, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're outside caterers that come in, so they have their own uniforms. How posh is your school? Well, yeah, I've got the outside catering. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, when like, you're doing those, the, like, the numbers of covers they're doing, you know, it's not in it's not in the house anymore, is it? We've it's gone like, for the prosecco package. <laughs> We've gone for the all taken care of package. You get two glasses of prosecco, and they have a lovely uniform, yeah, canapes, yeah. silver service, yeah, the so, lot. So, are you going all inclusive or not? No, we're not. Oh. No, no. Dyson, you've got to no, do it. No, I just, no, I think, I, I like the freedom. I want to explore the local area, the different restaurants, you know what I mean? I don't want to be restrained. No, I, the, the lack of freedom is good. Uh, you, yeah. you plonk yourself at the table and you can eat as much as you like. I know, I, there, I do like the idea of that. Yeah. And the and stream all, stations yeah. as well. We You've already paid for it. Yeah. You can just keep going back. It sounds dangerous, though, doesn't it? Oh, well, I, you know, I've just got back from all-inclusive. Yeah, yeah. The amount of puddings. As you get, have you had a gout flare-up? 
I haven't actually. No, no, no. <laughs> maybe I'm due on. Maybe, maybe I should. Um, but I think we've got to try and convince Dyson to call an inclusive really? Texas. No, oh, it's too late. It's already booked. But yeah, <laughs> next time then. Ooh, next time. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm interested in the arguments for or against because I do. We often have this argument in my house. Which one's the best? All or inclusive. Yeah. Texas on 8, 12, 15. Uh, but equally, if you've had a nightmare. Half bored is the answer, I think. You just get breakfast. Or Pointless. you can eat breakfast and that's it, and then go out. Point. And it's not less. It's the best do of not both do worlds. half bored. No, no, it's the worst of both worlds. <laughs> because you're not getting enough of the all inclusive, are you? Uh, well, you get an all inclusive breakfast. You get loads. You fill your pockets with, with, um, with pastries and stuff and take them for the day, and then you don't need to buy lunch. Do you know what I enjoyed having, um, actually, at this all inclusive? You know, when you go abroad and they have have cereals that you don't get at home. Oh, yeah. There's cereals called Chocos, and oh. they were like chocolate um, cereal triangles. Oh, that's unusual. And they were slightly stale. They didn't taste that fresh. Like a Wheato, but in a triangle shape. Yes, yeah, but yeah. less fresh, stale. A stale Wheato. And actually grew See, to like. But you got stuck, you're, st- you're lumbered with that every day for breakfast. That's why all-inclusive is bad. You know what, day one, I was like, fruit and yoghurt. I was like, you know what, going to be yeah, quite healthy. Yeah. Day two, the odd hash brown was creeping yeah. in. But like day three, it was just bacon, <laughs> syrup, hash brown, chocos. Triangular <laughs> yeah. Mm. People getting in touch on this all-inclusive business. Yeah, there seems to be a bit of a bit of anti-all-inclusive Ooh. sentiment out there. Um, God knows, says Tracy, I'm with Dyson. What? No all-inclusive for me. What? I like to explore the area when <sighs> I'm on holiday. This is what I'm talking about, yeah. I don't see the point in all-inclusive. You have to stay put. No. Also, another good point from Nick, who's texted us, says uh, the thing about all-inclusive restaurants is the desserts all look different, different yeah. colours, but they all taste the same. That's just not true. <laughs> that That's just a very good point. No. It's a uniform taste to everything, and you have to have it every day, and it gets a bit much. That is anti-all-inclusive propaganda, <laughs> and I'm shocked that you've fallen for it. I'm actually appalled. That's what people are saying. Not many pro-all-inclusive voices out there. The whole point of going on holiday is to go to a completely different culture Culture and sit there and eat chips and find an Irish bar that's shown Premier League football. <laughs> that's the only point of going on holiday is to do British stuff yeah. in a slightly different climate. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? What are you going to do? Well, you know, culture. There's something called culture, experiencing different ways of life. Okay, you know, so what cultural things? Okay, so what are you going to do then? Go and look for different different Greek cuisine in Corfu. <laughs> Greek cuisine <laughs> in Corfu. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Explore the place. Okay, I mean, Greek, obviously Greek food is fantastic. Yeah. You have a exactly. nice Greek salad. Exactly. Some feta, yeah. Some um, souvlaki, yeah. Some ouzo. Yes, exactly. Careful with that. Yeah, well, if all-inclusive ouzo is a... Oh, <laughs> bad news. This <laughs> is like all-inclusive absence. He's like, oh, no. No, it's a very short day. No, thanks. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Tom in Potter's Bar has been in touch. Oh, yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah, what's he saying? On a Saturday. <laughs> he said, um, Matt, adieu. Nice. Really? Always sophisticated, any Tom yeah, in Potter's clearly, Bar. clearly, clearly. Do you remember there was, a, there was a place in Nottingham called the Potter's House on St James's Street? What, what was it? It came the Malt Cross. Oh, I know the Malt Cross, yeah. Quite it was a lovely home-cooked food. I liked the club night they had at the Malt Cross. And I was about to say, I like the shepherd's pie, so we were doing very different <laughs> things in there. That'd be a good idea, a nightclub that sold proper dinners, that sold school, school dinners. dinners. <laughs> everything, everything with school dinners. Yeah. yeah. Come on, just give us school Holiday, dinners, man. school dinners. Uh, I, I, I think there's something in it. Come on, Pret, or someone like that, dinners. eat... Wow, Start yeah. doing a school dinner line. A high street. A high yeah. street school dinner. Kind of a food fight. 
Yeah, I'd be up for it. Anyway, Tom in Potter's Bar says, uh, it's not queue jumping per se, but I did once win a can of beer for holding doors open. First week of college. You got no. a can of... How do you win a... Can you get an award for that? Maybe. Oh. Someone was just like, mystery shopping. Oh, uh, yeah. And if they... Oh, that'd be a good idea. Uh, now, here's an idea. Okay. Not just... Not only should you be passive-aggressive, mm. or shout oi when people push in, but when people do the right thing, maybe have some treats on you and uh, just reward like people. A, like a dog. Like you give to a dog. Here you go. Oh, thanks for holding the door. But have a lollipop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Doggy treats idea. for people. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. To encourage more behaviour. Yeah, like there's, a, there's a salt of caramel. Worthers, which if you haven't tried, you have to try. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> Is it hard or chewy, Worthers? Chewy. Oh, yeah. But with nice. like an eclair middle. Oh. So, you, it, well, yeah, so it's hard exterior. With the chocolate in the middle. Soft interior, oh. salted caramel Worthers. Oh. It is incredible. Great, yeah. You've got to try them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get you some. Yes, you hold do. the door open for me next week, oh, or do. there'll be plenty Anything of them coming you your way. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? You're licking your thumb. No, sorry. No, I'm just... What's the matter with you? I'm just eating them, some choc bar. Your thumb <laughs> licker. Do you remember when we did that um, texty years ago about best insults that weren't <laughs> yeah. profane, like puddle drinker came <laughs> oh, through? Yeah, that was good. Puddle yeah. drinker. Thumb licker's a good one, isn't thumb it? Thumb licker's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm looking. There's something on there. If there's some food on my phone. Oh no! Good old football. Oh dear. It's been going so well for Sully Moors recently. They've been winning a lot. I think they've only lost one game all season. That was to Notts County. County. And, and, and they are, but they are one nil down this afternoon at home to Barnet. Ryan de Havilland has scored a very grand Damn. name mm. for a Barnet player, and uh, they're currently losing. And I thought this was a home banker. Now, uh, there was a, an idea floated this week that was shot down. Not since the European Super League mm. has uh, an idea been absolutely shot down by yeah. the <laughs> footballing fraternity. Mm. And the new Chelsea owner, whose surname I don't know how to Was pronounce. Bowley, Todd Bowley, Todd Bowley. Burley. I've heard a few different pronunciations this week. Some people say Burley. I like but Craig. It's, pronoun- it's spelt O-H-L-E-Y, is it? I, think? I say Bowley. I'd say Bowley, yeah. But how would an American read that? Bowley. Todd Bowley. Todd Bowley, yeah, that's it, yeah. So the new he owns the Chelsea franchise. Yeah. London Chelsea, you heard of those guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a London Chelsea he fan. He wants there to be a North-South All-Star game. An All-Star game. So, which sounds to be fair, like, to raise money for those lower down the pyramid, which is a good idea, I thought. I thought that's a good idea. No, because... It, some funds it, for the people. give there. them more money anyway. <laughs> 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 He's got enough do money. Do that, don't need yeah. to, like, stop busking yeah. to raise money for the lower league. <laughs> I don't know where there's room in the fixture list for an all-star game either, really. Well, there isn't. It's quite cramped. And also, if it's north versus south, which is the idea, is it the idea that it would be from northern teams or it would be northern players? Well, I like the idea of northern players, but I think it's the teams. So it's all the best teams in the north. So you best the best players from your northern teams, your Man Man Cities. And where's the Midlands? Well, yeah, I don't know where that falls into his grand plan. (laughs) I'm not sure. I saw on the graphic that we would have been put in the north, Nottingham. Ah, right, okay, yeah, I suppose. Watford is the, the traditional dividing line, isn't it? The Watford Gap. <laughs> <laughs> Watford and Watford Gap are two different things. Though. Yeah, okay. Watford Gap Services is where it is. So, uh, text on eight twelve fifteen. What, what is the best, the North or the South? What do you think, oh. Dyson? 
<laughs> I realise I'm putting you on the spot here. It's a big here. question, isn't it? It it's is, yeah. Question. Bearing in mind that we have listeners yes. in both. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I hail from the north, but I live in the south, so it's a quite a difficult You voted with your feet, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so there you go, yeah. No, the south is great, but yeah, the north has, has its charms. I, I, <laughs> as its charms. I'm really sitting on the fence on this one because I'm quite happy to let the group decide uh, which is best. Coward. Yeah, exactly. Is it Oasis or Blur? North well, or Oasis, south, if, that's the, if that's the choice, then it's Oasis. Yes, yeah, it? yeah. So music-wise, the North is winning, perhaps. If that, if it's, if you purely boil it down to Oasis versus Blur, then, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. yeah, okay, well, yeah. But obviously, that. think of the food. Ah, uh, yes. Gravy. You can't get that in Chippies Down South. You can't. Can you? No, they just have jellied eels and stuff in Chippies, don't they? Buy <laughs> a mash of that liquor. Yeah, I think North might win on the food. Thing, Haggis. Yes. Because yes. oh. Scotland, obviously, we're talking about England, North South, aren't we? But if you yeah. talk about Britain, then Scotland, obviously, then is North, as North well, as you get in the UK. Yeah, we are fans of a munchie box. Oh, a munchie so, box. Yeah, oh, yeah. A double battered sausage when you yes. go to a chip shop. Yeah. Haggis. Battered haggis. Yes. Spicy battered haggis. Yeah. What more could you want out of life? It's a convincing argument, yeah, to be fair. What is better? I mean, I realise we're really opening this kind of up here. this divide, yeah. Let, but let's settle it once and for all, and then we can never talk and discuss it again. This is the definitive answer, which is best, the north or the south. Can of worms is the sort of thing they're selling a southern chippy. Yeah. <laughs> for the sixth week, fifth, sixth? Uh, yeah, I've not had that. A couple <laughs> of months now, a few months. Is, yeah. With Glory Hunters, we have been, for the longest time, I think, in the history of the show, like supporting one team. Yeah. Which means each week Dyson has to keep scraping the fact barrel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. More facts about Solihull Moors from yes. Matt Dyson. Um, firstly, thanks to Neil from Edinburgh on Twitter for letting me know that uh, Solihull has a troupe of mixed border Morris dancers called Silhill Morris. Sorry, mixed mixed what? <laughs> mixed border. Now What's that? that? Apparently it's, a mix, it's, it's some English Morris dancers and some Welsh Morris dancers. Oh! All coming together in Solihull. Okay. Isn't that a beautiful, beautiful thing uniting the UK. Yeah. In the name of Morris dancing. On further digging, I've also unearthed some other gems. Ooh. New Chelsea boss Graham Potter was born upon the soily hill of Solly. No way. Yes. That's wow. Where he's from. As was former Chelsea midfielder turned tactic truck dwelling pundit Andy Townsend. <laughs> Both of them are from both Chelsea legends from Sully Hill. Friend of the show, Richie Neville from Five, went to school in this affluent part of the West Midlands. Did oh, you know my, that? No, I did not know yeah, that. I thought you were one of his close personal friends. Stuart well, I get on with him. Stuart Lee and Simon Mayo went to Sully Hill School, and a mustachioed motor racing man, Nigel Mansell, studied at Sully Hill College. It's incredible. Yeah, I know. Also, uh, Martin Johnson, former Rugby World Cup winning captain from Sully Hill. He is a giant. He is massive, isn't he? Also, Nigel Kennedy, the Aston Villa supporting violin sensation, born and raised in Sully Hill. What a rich history. What a fertile land. It's amazing, isn't it? All backing the moors. For a small place, it's contributed so many major figures in our national life. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, every week I find out more Silhillians that have (laughs) contributed to the UK's culture. Find out Sully Hill more. Yeah, next week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We do enjoy this feature. Um, text us on 812.15 if you have facts about Solly. I mean, it must be slightly surreal if you're listening in Solly Hill. I mean, not since we shone a light on the Binley Mega Chippy no, yeah. years before yeah, everyone before else did. Before it went viral, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Radio 1 will be talking about Solly Hill next yeah. <laughs> um, Now, we're talking about the North-South divide. Keep texting us at 812.15. Why do you think either the North or the South is better? I mean, it's very hard, isn't it? Yeah. The North has Manchester. Yes. 
home of a lot of the music we like. The South has London. London's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What a city. Yeah, yeah. It is one of the greatest cities on the planet, isn't it? It is a great city, but so is Edinburgh up north. So is Nottingham. Where do we stand? Are we... North? If you're from Nottingham, well, from the East Mids? No, that's why we're judging it. Because if, if we hail from the Midlands, then we can we don't have a side. So Pontius Dyson. Yeah, yeah. Washing his hands yeah. as I shout, free Barabbas. Yeah. Uh, now, someone here said, I can't confirm this is definitely true. Good on you for getting in touch anyway. My cousin Leroy told me that tiger bread was invented in Soliol. <laughs> that's a great Soliol fact. Yeah, tiger bread. So what is that? It's like a sort of a colouring they paint on the outside of a loaf before it's cooked. I'm guessing you just do it with a bit or of an egg glaze. Is it an egg glaze? It's got, it seems so. to be quite um, savoury, doesn't well, it? Well, it doesn't taste of tigers, does it? No, it doesn't taste of tigers. As far as I'm aware. No, no. no. Um, but it's sort of like a savoury glaze, you know, sort of salty. <laughs> savoury glaze? Salty. Glaze, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it tastes any different to any other cob. It, it, oh, tiger bread tastes Does different. Does it? The, the crust tastes very different. What's it taste tiger. of then? Same. It tastes saltier. Yeah, Does I it? don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's salt then. Isn't Perhaps it? we can find that from uh, the cousin of Leroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leroy's more cousin. Or Leroy, if you listen, yeah. your cousin is <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff in your more, name. Please tell us more. Someone here says, uh, <laughs> oh, what are you laughing at now? It's Dutch. It's Tiger Dutch. bread. We're hearing it's Dutch. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though, right? Yeah, but so it wasn't Oh, so it's not from Solihull. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's ah, a Dutch bread. Yeah. I see. Oh, maybe that's why it's orange, yeah. Because they like the orange colour in yeah. the Netherlands, don't they? But maybe Solihull was the first place to import it. Maybe it was the yes, first place. That's, it. that's the fact. That's yeah. what it'll be. The first place to ever bake it in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is running out of gas. Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. Dyson! Talk about them and they shall score. An equaliser. For Solihull Moors, Andrew Dallas, the young Scottish striker, has scored again. He's really prolific for the Moors, this lad is. He's played 51 games, scored 25 goals, which is impressive. Pretty much a goal every two games. He'll be treating himself to some tiger bread tonight. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? The invention of the Dutch. Some people say it was invented in Solihull. It turns out it wasn't. Leroy's full of it, isn't he? Yeah, Leroy's been going around Come on, spreading Leroy. lies. <laughs> uh, oh, we've also found out what the uh, covering is uh, for Tiger Bread. Okay. We, we, you were suggesting maybe it was a sort of, sort of egg, egg wash. That would be my presumption. An egg wash, but it was a slightly saltier egg wash. I thought, well, it's generally made uh, with a, a pattern baked into the top of the Tiger Bread by painting rice paste onto the surface. Rice paste? Rice paste. Yeah, I've never heard of rice paste before, but it imparts the bread's characteristic flavour, dries and cracks. Where'd you get this? It, it. Leroy's not told you this. <laughs> Leroy didn't text it in those fact. <laughs> Someone sent us the official Wikipedia entry for Tiger Bread, which was known as Giraffe Bread by Sainsbury's in 2012 for a short period. Why can't people make up their mind whether it's Giraffe or Tiger? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I presume they've gone back to Tiger now. Surely. Leopard? Did, is there leopard bread out there? Well, the, if you put spots of uh, rice paste on, then you could probably create that. Yeah. Should you be so probably inclined? create that? <laughs> Give it a go. You could change the bread market forever. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the halftime entertainment. And what an amazing guest we have today, the pub landlord, Al Murray. Al, hello. Uh, cheers, how are you doing? What a pleasure to be speaking to you, young Matthew. <laughs> so, Al, we're talking today about the north-south divide and what's best, yeah. the north or the south. Um, well, What side are you on? Well, I'm from the south, so obviously, when I'm in the north, I say I don't care for the south. 
when I'm in the south, I never mention the north because no one ever does. <laughs> <laughs> People in the north might well wake up going, oh, those those soft southern whatevers, right? In the, in the south, no one gives it a second thought. Because <laughs> you're getting on with being the best. Oh. What about northern cuisine, though? Are there any foods from the north that you like? Uh, you can't use the cuisine around northern work cuisine around northern cooking. <laughs> not cuisine. That's like saying, what about the German cucina? I mean, that'd be ridiculous. Um, it's like a pie. A pie is perfection. Yeah. Parmo, parmo, <gasps> delicacy in the uh, in uh, in that those wastelands is a particular delicious uh, thing. You know, there's all sorts of northern food, but you can't call it cuisine. You, you know, you're, you're a cashing checks there, Matt Ford. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is the best pub food then? Uh, one syllable food. <laughs> Pie, chips, beans, tea, toast, bag, bowl, um, uh, sauce. One syllable food. What about scampi fries? Uh, that's two syllables. Uh, I'm afraid uh, you can't have that. Right, yeah. well, I'm, not, I'm not running a wine bar here, mate. <laughs> I guess crisps. Yeah, crisps. Nuts. nuts. Yeah. Scratchings are the exception. And... <laughs> Because you got to, you got to, you got. I mean, there's no point having rules if you've got loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what would be the best? What's the best drink to have with, uh, with say, a pie? Well, you see, the thing is, I'm a great believer that you should love the one you're with. So, whichever pint you've got in your hand at the time is the one you should be is the one you should be appreciating the most. There's no point dreaming of other pints, of other distant brews that you can't get your hand on. There's no point, there's no point once, you've, once you've made your decision to drink that cooking lager, there's no point tying up the export at the other end of the bar. The export. <laughs> what about, where, where do you stand, by the way, as, as a pub landlord, on craft beer and stuff oh, like that? Yeah. Well, you know what? Young people need to be got into pubs by fair means or foul. And it strikes me that is a foul way of getting them into pubs. But it's doing the trick, in it? You know? I mean, these hipsters, that, oh, I mean, do we still call them hipsters or is that far? I think so, yeah. Uh, I think we do. Those hipsters, I mean, they've got money to spend, haven't they? If you set up, these days, all you got to do is set up a website and wait for the clicks to roll in, isn't you? <laughs> Oh, Al, this has been such a privilege. <laughs> oh, it's always a pleasure. Never a chore, young Fordy. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, mate. Take it easy, big man. Cheers. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Leroy's cousin's been back in touch, hasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, Leroy's cousin here again. Sorry, the tiger bread fact was a dud. Should have known, really. Yeah. Leroy also told me that uh, Tim Vincent adopted the original Dulux dog. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. true. <laughs> You're Googling it now, uh, aren't you? Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. So the, the old Blue Peter presenter. Yeah. Um, Dulux dog. Is this anything to do with Solihull? Uh, there's a lot of pictures online of him with dogs but I don't know about the Dulux dog we're very uh, distinctive yeah exactly no I mean I can't see anything saying, confirming this another dud fact from uh, from Leroy unfortunately what's the best fib you've fallen for uh, Texas on eight twelve fifteen. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, even why would you be even bothered that Tim Vincent uh, yeah. had any pets? Do you know what I mean? Like a wow fact, is it? It's like oh great. Yeah, it's one of those we go. Oh yeah, is that yeah. it? It's not one you're going to keep and tell other people about. Is you it? know, Tim Vincent. Yeah, he yeah. is up to the Dulux dog. Mm. Right. Great. I mean, I imagine they get on very well together. Yeah. Both showbiz. Do you know, it was nice for the Dulux dog to stay in yeah. the biz. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I suppose it's a similar to the, his um, his tiger bread fact from Leroy's cousin. Oh, 
also uh, not very inspiring, really, is it, to say, do you know where tiger bread was invented at Solihull? Also, they're all very um, animal-related. Even, even the bread is tiger. Dulux dog, tiger yeah. bread. He's a one-trick pony, isn't he? The, Again, uh, yeah. a one-trick pony <laughs> is another animal. <laughs> Text on 8, 12, 15. What's the worst fib you've ever... I'll rewind and do that. What's the worst fib you've ever fallen for? David from Sheffield's been in touch. Oh, yeah. He says, my mum used to tell me not to swallow my bubble gum because it would stick my insides together. Mm, yeah. How long does it take? What's the thing with bubble gum? They say she's seven years to digest Yeah, it. I don't believe any of it. That true. can't be it's true. Not, none of it's true. Because otherwise it would just be stuck in there, yeah, Why it? would they make it like that? They'd make it out of something else so it wouldn't stay inside you for so long. Also, just don't swallow it. Uh, yeah, I just don't think there's any harm in swallowing it. I'd say, I think what? if you don't want to, do. live radio. No, no, no. <laughs> if you want to swallow it, go. No, for it. no, no. It's yeah. dangerous. No, what are still, you doing? There's still a lot of myths about chewing gum. A lot of bad press. Don't encourage people to the swallow gum. Bubblegum industry's had over the years, and it's just, it's just nonsense. Are you in the pocket of? Big bubble. <laughs> Not in Big Bubble's pocket. I just think this is why it's because because Katie doesn't like um, our kids having bubble gum, and it's purely oh, here because we go. of this. Like they, it will stick to your inside, so you can't digest it. It's not true. It's just not Don't true. swallow it. It's dangerous to swallow it. It's sticky. It's not. It's not. You can it's choke fine. on it. It's fine. You can't. It's not fine. It doesn't fine. stick to your throat. It doesn't stick I can't to believe you're... D- l- right, ladies Look, and I'll gentlemen, boys and girls. You swallow it. No, I'm not going to. See, see if it makes you choke. Imagine, imagine I said, join us after this or I'm going to swallow a piece of chewing gum live. For the first time ever (laughs) in British radio history, we'll both swallow chewing gum at the same time and see what happens. We'll see what happens. No! No! (laughs) Maybe? No. I've got got it, I've got it here. Put it on, you really have! Fresh back of airwaves with your name on it. This all feels a bit suspicious to me. No, I'm not not in the Stop it! Big chew. Big chew! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're all chewing gum here. Yeah. In fact, I've taken mine out because I'm Producer professional. Nick has joined as well. Everyone chew along at home. <laughs> we'll be doing a mass swallowing soon. No! Yeah. Come on. Matt Dyson's Chuddy Club. Is <laughs> it Chuddy? What a way to lose my job this would be. I know, well, you're on yeah, the verge. Then, then, then you... he persuaded the entire nation to swallow <laughs> chewing gum. As we all know, you can't it's see so that. Naughty. <laughs> oh, it's so It's like telling people to swear or not to take their shirts it's in. It's fine. It's I bet you, were you naughty fine. at school? No, not really, no. Not really, no. No. He says, chewing gum live Sorry. on air. <laughs> I'll take it out and put it on my glass. Of... Oh, rather man. Than put you it on the edge of my glass there. Oh. Horrible. Horrible. You know, in terms of, like, fooling people, this this Tim Vincent adopting the Dulux dog or yeah. uh, the gum yes. sticking your insides together. I remember, te- you know when you start, you say something that is obviously a joke, it's not even a wind-up, you're just mm. saying it to be silly, and then they believe it. Yeah, yeah. I remember telling a colleague that, you remember that song by Scooter, the logical song? Oh, right. Well, that was young, it's in the oh, yeah, that was a really annoying song. I said, oh, um, I told a colleague that it was... Um, a cover version of an old Bob Dylan song. <laughs> Thinking it was a, like, a joke, and I was to cover that. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah. You know when people sort of don't uh, want to admit that they don't know some singing it in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah, style yeah. of Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a Bob Dylan before. <laughs> well, a wow. new one for the repertoire. <laughs> 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 it's got a bit George <laughs> for me. <laughs> 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 
couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Oh, no. You've got to believe it. Yeah, gullible. So, text on 81215, what's the. Either the best wind up that you've. And maybe for years, people labour under these misapprehensions, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People believe it, yeah. I think there's got a lot of apocryphal tales, aren't there, about celebrities? Like, mm. you know, like that Marilyn Manson was in Wonder Years. That's one I believed for so That's long. That's a great one. And because it, it's, it's not him, but it no, looks like it he looks could like be. him. It's mildly believable. That's so good. Yeah, I love those. We should start one about you. Oh, yeah. What is it, that I swallow ten chewing gums a day? But that's just true. (laughs) The truth is he only swallows nine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Let's let's come up with some... Yeah, come up with one for Dyson. Let's let's come up with a rumour to spread. (laughs) See if you can... We've got 15 minutes. I can't even count. It's all this chewing gum. I know. Well, it's a good job. It's a horrible sound, isn't it, chewing gum? Yes, awful. That's why I've taken mine out, so, yeah. Good of you. Good of you to take it out Mm. eventually. And then we'll be swallowing it all together in about five minutes' time. Just to be clear, never swallow Sorry. chewing gum. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably and, best uh, not to risk it. Yeah. yeah. Spit it out. And are you ashamed of what you did? Into a bin. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Chris has been in touch. You know, on an 1830s... I've never been on an 1830 holiday, have you? No, I haven't, no. Get in touch if you have, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> quite a late, late in the show to launch a text to that. I feel would be quite fertile. So maybe we'll yeah. carry it on next week. If you've been on an 1830 holiday, I mean, if you're 30. Mm. Oh, yeah, I understand you wouldn't want to go towards the end of the scale, would you? Yeah. That'd be it's a bit strange. A big, it's a quite a big age range as well, isn't it, really? Well, it's 12 years. It's going to be like saying if you've been on a 30. Yeah, the 18-year-olds yeah. aren't going to be getting on well with the 30-year-olds, are they? They've they no, like... nothing in common. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, they don't do it like... There's no other age bracket, is there? You don't get, a, like, a 60 to 72 holiday. I don't think so, no. And why not? Unless so, Saga, that's Saga, that's what they do. I that's, guess so, yeah. yeah. It's a broader broader category, I guess. Anyway, he says, went on an 1830s holiday, convinced one of our mates who'd never flown before that he had to hold on tight to his seat as when the plane changed gear, he'd get thrown forwards and get whiplash. He did hold on to his seat, and as the plane started to climb, he turned to us and says, must be an automatic box on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years later, he still can't live it down, oh, Chris. Oh, nice. I wonder if there must be someone from... I mean, there must be various people from Aberdeen called Angus. It'd be a great oh, nickname, yeah. wouldn't it, Aberdeen, Aberdeen Angus? Angus, yeah, yeah, it would be great. And uh, just as a little twist, vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> oh, no one saw that coming, did no, they? No, exactly, yeah, that'd be nice, oh, wouldn't here it? Here comes Aberdeen Angus. Do you think you could ever be vegetarian? Uh, yeah, I probably could. I could, could give it a go. I sometimes have a, a day of the week, like Meat Free Monday. You know, I can do Ooh, that. Yeah. Do you do, do Meat Free Monday? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I just do it by accident. I go, all right, because I've had no meat, so I'll just carry on through <laughs> to the end of the day and go, there you go. I'll just have chewing gum for two. <laughs> oh, no! Stop it! You're going to get us in so much trouble. There'll be parents listening to this screaming at you, as they do most weeks. But yeah, but you, you're mainly vegetarian, aren't you, really? You yes. have, uh, do you have a meat mon- meaty Monday? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible, doesn't it? Oh, should we have a meaty Monday? <laughs> or I'm having a meaty Monday. The opposite, yeah. Where I eat meat and I meet up with people. Just yes. Yeah. Meat as much as possible. <laughs> meet some meat. Kerry says, I asked my dad when I was younger if his donkey jacket was made of donkey. He laughed and said yes. Nice. I was 32 when he told me it wasn't true. <laughs> Surely there must be some... They must have used to have had some donkey in a donkey jacket, don't you think? Mm, I don't think so. I, I don't know how it got its name, but um, I presume... Oh, look at Nick Googling for the fastest Google in the West. They wouldn't use donkey hide for a coat. That wouldn't be like a selling point, would it? 
Well, I'm not sure it'd be a selling point. It might have just evolved from that. It could have been... Um, no, we're getting a, a shake of a head. No, no donkey in, at all. Just double-checking double that fact. No donkey in the donkey <laughs> jacket. Definitely nothing to do with the donkey. Good. OK, well, that's good to know. Maybe people who worked with donkeys would wear them. Or maybe it just looks, makes you look like a donkey. I, I think that might be it, yeah. Possibly, yeah. To do with donkey engines. <laughs> donkey? What's a donkey engine? This is a wind-up. Do we need to be careful here? Donkey engine. He's got a little twinkle in his eye. What have you... So what's he uncovered was it like there? railway workers wore them or something? Yeah, was it, yeah? Oh, clever. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Hopefully now you know not to swallow it. Yes. Have you changed your ways, Dyson? I've been sent a message by management to say that the Bauer Media Corporation distances itself <laughs> from any swallowing of any gum, the <laughs> uh, chewing or bubble, uh, and so don't try it. It's yeah. not worth the risk. It's just bad, and it's just... <sighs> There's no point if you can spit it out. It's not food, is it? No, um, but I suppose if you're really hungry and you had nothing else, then you might, I might as well just swallow that. Might right, hold on. We're not talking about survivals. We're not talking <laughs> trapped up Everest, <laughs> desert anyway, island. I'm distancing myself from it now anyway, so don't drag me back in. You're distancing <laughs> yourself from yourself. Yeah. yeah Is that yeah. possible? <laughs> I'd like to distance myself from said. my own comments. was nonsense. <laughs> I, I, I take it back. I take it back. We do usually say nonsense, but that's what yeah, the show is built dangerous. on. It's not normally dangerous, though, is it? That's the dangerous thing. nonsense. Mm. There'll be memes of this on the internet, like the poster of Dangerous Minds, yeah. but changed <laughs> to Dangerous Nonsense with you as Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah, Pfeiffer, nice, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, on a serious note, don't try it. Do not do it mm. at home or anywhere else. Just swallow other things like cake, yeah. chips, yeah. curry, yoghurt. yeah. Key lime pie. Oh, yeah. Croissants. Yeah. Well, I'd chew, chew them for a bit before Oh, yeah, don't just try and swallow yeah. a swallow croissant whole. That's even more dangerous. Oof. No. You know what? I don't think I've had a croissant for years. Literally not years. Not having holiday. They're not having them at the all-inclusive. Unbelievable. I'd be insisting on croissants. Maybe they did, but I, I don't like bread in the baked. morning. Well, Weighs it's me down. more like a cake, isn't it, really? A croissant. It's full of butter. I love butter. Yeah. Isn't butter a great oh, I've thing? I've had to stop having to. I went to get my cholesterol checked by the doctor. And really? They said, they said do you uh, do you eat butter, straight butter, like normal? Like, <laughs> not what do they call it? Like real butter, they call it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, you should start eating margarine. I've, I've had to switch to uh, really? olive, the Olivio stuff. And if, are you concerned for your it's health? Fine, it's, it's fine, fine. it's fine. But it's just like you have a high number of something in your blood yeah. when you eat well, real butter. I bet your blood was like butter. I they like, took a sample and just like yellow. Like, <laughs> doctor's sticking it on I his toes. i running through my veins. So, yeah, I've had to knock it on the head for a little bit. Can I take a blood sample, please? Why, do you want to check my uh, electrolytes? No, I'm out of butter, actually. And, uh, <laughs> it's got some toast to it. <laughs> stick it straight in the pan and fry some <laughs> eggs in it. Ooh, God, Dracula's... <laughs> yeah, you'd be a great vampire. You'd be great for a vampire. Would I? Really yeah. nutritional. Uh, right, Have a yeah. good suck on you, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. oh, this just tastes really buttery. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> should probably end that there. Yeah, See you next week. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.